With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, it's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. All right, we got a lot of things coming up this hour. Dana White's going to join us in a moment. He's getting ready to walk up here on stage. We're at Radio Row, right in the heart of Phoenix, getting ready for Super Bowl 57. And uh, Super Week on Fox Sports Radio is brought to you by Chalk, the reigning champion for men's natural health. Supercharge your game with higher T, maximum energy, laser focus. Visit choq.com. Kickstart your subscription today. That's choq.com. Subscribe today. Uh, Dana White joins us. A svelte Dana White has lost wait, 40 pounds, he told me, uh, during, the, during the break. Uh, Dana, um, we're here we're here at Radio Row, and obviously, like, look, you got, you know, you got UFC 284 getting ready to get underway, right, over in, in Perth. And I'm just wondering if there's anything you guys have taken or want to take from the NFL's business model to kind of make it your own. 
That's a good question. I, I think in the beginning, we took a little bit of something from everything. I mean, first of all, I, I was a huge boxing fan growing up. So I used to look at boxing and I used to take all the things that I loved to, to, to put into the show and all the things that I hated about boxing to take out of the show. Um, specifically with the NFL, I mean, I guess what I would, what I would look at is, is how, how – they became so powerful and they would have different games on different networks and different deals with different guys. I mean, that is something that I aspire to. I mean, think, think about what they have now, right? Yeah. They, got, they have Amazon, so they have, they, they have streaming, right? They're on ESPN, ABC. They're on CBS. They're on NBC. They're on Fox. They're on everywhere. I yeah. guess brilliant in terms of their business and they create new windows by playing overseas because the different time zones yeah. like it really is a very interesting and you know your business model what you did with the island during covid yep. right that was yep. that was groundbreaking um and i think your ability to create you know a, a a level of a number of super bowls during the year which others can't create i feel like is is a bit and i don't really want to say it's stolen off the the nfl or whatever but it's finding your own kind of path to, to raise your business model. 100%. And, and their content is so powerful that, for instance, I'll give you an example. The only reason I still have DirecTV was for the football package. That's the only reason I had DirecTV. So now, wherever they go, I will go to, too. And I think that, that's one of the things that's happened with our content, too. Uh, whenever we go to a new place, like we're on ESPN+, and we're a staple for ESPN+, just like they were for DirecTV. Um, but, you know, a few years ago, I would be doing radio interviews and stuff like that, and people would talk about me as sort of like the commissioner of, of, of UFC, and they'd say, what, what advice would you give Roger Goodell? And I'd say, Roger Goodell? I mean, the NFL is doing multi-billion dollar, you know, you could say that you, you, there's always going to be critics, but it'd be tough to say that Roger Goodell hasn't led the, led the NFL into being one of the most powerful uh, sports franchises in the history of the world. It, with with all the deals you've done, um, where does Connor being back? Um, where does that rank in terms of on a level of importance or the amount of energy you've put put towards it? Yeah, I mean, w when you have a guy who's a major global superstar, superstar, it's always great when he comes back. You know what I mean? Uh, he's become one of those guys. I basically, he's like the Rock. You know what I mean? The Rock is out doing his business deals and doing all this stuff. And when he comes back to the WWE, it's a big deal and everybody gets excited about it. I mean, that, that's really what, how Connor's become for us. So for him to come back this year, he's going to do, he's coaching the Ultimate Fighter, uh, Ultimate Fighter with Michael Chandler. And it's the first time that ESPN has ever had the Ultimate Fighter on the network. It's, it's been on ESPN Plus. So um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal for us and for ESPN too. Um, 284. What fight in the card are you most excited about? It's, yeah, I have to be most excited about the main event. The the, the number one pound for pie, pound for pound fighter in the world fighting the number two pound for pound fighter in the world, and they're both world champions. Uh, you know, Volkanovski's moving up to take Islam's title. It just doesn't get any better than this. this. These are the fights that boxing always wishes they could make, but never never does. You know, two guys who are the absolute best in the world in their prime fighting when they should. And you're and you're you couldn't be more right, right? Boxing had a chance to have this. I mean, they've had a hundred chances to do it. But they, they, but in this era, they had a chance, and they could never get. And by the time they got, it was you know once three years past his prime, right? Yep. And Pacquiao's three years past yep. his prime, and he, and he's injured. The Crawford fight right now too, they could they, they could do, and they, they they can't get it done. 
The problem is that as good as Crawford is, he doesn't have the cachet. Right, I uh, agree. But if boxing would do those kind of fights, it would build into that, you know? Whoever would win the Crawford-Spence fight, then they move up and fight somebody. It's just... You, you, you have to have those fights to turn somebody into a real superstar. When was the moment that you knew, not it was a hit, but I, look, I used to watch back in the day. I remember when I was close with, I'm close with Anik. Yeah. By the way, how old is Anik? He's, he's like 40, but because yeah. he went gray early, that's the genius. Either go bald early or oh, gray early, then funny. no one knows how old you are. That is like, funny. He's like 40, 40 years old. Well, if you look at what Anik has done in the UFC, he's grown into that role, and, and, and he's, he's incredible. He's, he's awesome. He's doing great. He's an he's aw- he's awesome representative of, of your business and of the fights. He's awesome. I agree. But anyway, when, when he left, he was like, dude, I'm just telling you, like, this is the deal. And I used to watch late at night, and... I used to think, like, this is, I love watching this. Like, it almost felt like a guilty pleasure. What was the moment, though, that you knew, like, mainstream, this is even beyond my wildest imagination? Oh, God. I mean, as we started to really go global and we would go into these other countries, you know, we fought so hard. To, to, to make it big here. Then you start to go into other countries and you're selling out arenas and the crowds. Like when you go to, we'll, we'll be in London soon for, for, the, uh, for the Usman Leon Edwards fight again. London is in, it sells out in seconds before they even know who's on the card. And when you go there, the energy and the buzz inside that building. This weekend in Perth, we're in Perth, Australia for this, for this you know, pound for pound fight. And uh, it will be ins- insanity. And it's one of the top five biggest fights in UFC history. Uh, you know, that's what it's trending to be right now. So every time you keep going, you know, to the next level, the next level, just when you think you can't get any bigger, it always blows So you've away. been in the garden, right? You've been in Perth. We- so think about this. We, we weren't allowed to get into New York because of all the, you know, yeah, the yeah. political stuff that was going on there. We're number one, number two, and I think number four all time at Madison Square Garden. What's, what's your, what's your uh, holy grail? What's the, what's the white whale that's still out there to, to take this to? I want to – so, you know, this, and this is more of a, a, a legacy thing for me because of, uh, you know, how I grew up in boxing, Africa. I want to do a big, crazy event in Africa. That'd be amazing. In yeah. the meantime, it'll have to be Perth. It's UFC 284. <laughs> you know where to get it. He's the one and only Dana White. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Dana White joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. And they have all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Gottlieb for a special offer. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios, I'm going to be joined by a Hall of Famer who knows what it's like to play in the Super Bowl. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Gottlieb for a special offer. It's the Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Walter Payton Man of the Year back when he played in the National Football League. He's humanitarian. He's also a pro football Hall of Famer and a legendary Cincinnati Bengal and USC Trojan. He's Anthony Munoz. He joins us now live at Radio Row on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I look, I know you're a former Bengal, but you're also an honest man. I'm just, just asking, okay? Would you have thrown that flag um, on the Bengals when Pat Mahomes was running out of bounds? You know, in my problem, and I've been asked about penalties, it's just the inconsistency of what's called. Right. I mean, 
you got one guy tackled outside the white, and the other guy, not he's like torpedoing Joe Mixon, nothing. Joe Burrow. And, and again, it's tough because, but I don't know if you've seen the snapshot when Osai is putting his hands on. He's Mahomes. still kind of in the air. He's half in, well, he's half in bounds and half out of bounds. I, I, but it's that quick, and I wouldn't want to be an official. Just be consistent. And something that's going to determine a game, and you've got to really. I just think the inconsistency of pass interference, of roughing, of, there's just too many there. Right, and I also think, though, that, like, look, time and score does matter, and if you're efficient, you're like, well, like the purpose of that, of that call is to protect whoever, right? And it's a late hit. Not a late hit. It wasn't yeah. hit there. He well, put his, his hands. He could, it was almost like he he should have he should have he should have tried to right, grab because he tried. It almost looked. But whatever. Like he tried you run at full back. speed. Like what do you? Yeah, what I, do you I mean, I don't blame him for calling it, but still, it was yeah, the inconsistencies of that. The one thing though that I think anyone can feel is Joe Burrow through bad calls, through misreads. You know, because I've been told like, look, some of it's been lined. Some of it's he holds the ball a little bit too long and he's, he's misread some stuff. Whatever. He is unflappable, and it does feel like the Bengals aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Super Bowl last year, AFC Championship this year. Were you convinced right away? You know, because I, your level of football intelligence is so far above that of us fans. Honest to God, when when he took over with the Bengals, were you convinced right away that that he 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 had this in him? So you have to understand, I'm still in Cincinnati. Yep. Ohio State is right up the road. Right. You remember the other guy, the conversation, Chase Young? Sure. Everybody's Chase Young, Chase Young. He disrupts games. I think I watched every one of Joe Burrow's game at LSU, either taped or just I became a fan. Ed Orgeron was there. I've known Ed his days at USC. Oh, baby, come on, baby. He goes, you going to do my clinic, throw that diet, leave it up in Cincinnati because you're eating Cajun, man. <laughs> but uh, so when we – I wanted them to draft Joe Burrow because I just saw something special in the kid – and sure, granted, he had some talent there that, that year at LSU, but still, the throws, the reads, I mean, just, again, the body language. Yeah, it, the body language is, it's, uh, it's like, it's, if Aaron Rodgers had that body language the past couple of years. A lot of quarterbacks well, that are leaders. Yeah, but if, if uh, Rodgers is a guy who was, yeah. like, so accomplished, incredible yeah. player, but the body language is like, dude, if you just acted yeah. like this guy, who's, who's 20 years younger than you, I, people wouldn't have some of the negative thoughts on you as a player late in your career. And it carries over. It's contagious to your teammates. So I have nine grandkids, but two of them specifically, 11 and 13, are very talented, play sports. I said, guys, because I am I might be old school, but if you do something wrong, go back in the huddle or back and do it again. Love Don't it. blah, blah, blah. I said, watch Joe Burrow. I know you watch the Bengals and Joe. Don't watch his physical ability. Watch his body language. Yeah. Watch how he handles adversity, how he handles success. He gets excited, so he's going to be a little different. But if he throws a pick, the team does not fall apart because of their leader. I said, watch, guys, watch closely, and that's how leaders react leading a team. And uh, that's, that's all I've told them. I, you know, don't watch how, you know, back shoulder throw and blah, blah, blah. I said, watch how his body language. Um, you were incredible at your position. And I, I feel like we have a paucity of – those type of guys, right? Offensive line play especially is, I mean, it struggles because, I, I don't know if it's because of the spread in college football or the fact that, you know, college football with the RPO game, you can get three yards down the field, whereas here it's only a yard down the field. From your perspective, I, I guess the first question is, do you think offensive line play is at a lower level than it should be? 
So I was asked probably within the last five years by if one, maybe two general managers in the league. And they said, honest opinion, what do you think of the technical part of the offensive line? I said, well, you asked me to be transparent. I don't think it's where it should be. I think technically it's not there. Um, and not only feet, hands, but vision is so important with the offensive line. I've never seen so many free runners coming through the middle because of the lack of a guard and tackle switching off and not seeing the guys come. Uh, and they're like, okay, that's what we thought. But, uh, but you know, I don't say that out loud a whole lot because they're like, well, back, you know, you talk about back in the day when you play. But, no, I watch tech, technique is technique. I don't care how different the physical so, so, but, so, so but the question is why, okay? Because, because the truth is that, okay, in terms of pass protection – Kids actually throw the ball a lot more in high school now, right, than they, they did when you were growing up when I'm sure everybody just ran the football, ran the football. You only throw on third yeah, down. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a lot more skill work done. Is it because there's not as much live football in practice? I mean, it, it's really interesting. That's a good point. Right? It's really interesting that in terms of technique, but also in terms of guys' bodies. I had a great discussion with Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State's coach. Yep. And I said, Coach, I don't understand. You guys don't go live nearly as much, and yet you have two to three times as much injuries. And he's and he went back to when he played Oklahoma State and talked about how much harder they went uh, playing back then. And it's the idea of, like, yeah, you want to manage people's bodies and obviously their brains. On the other hand, in order to be a really good football player, you got to play football. It's got to be game tested. It's got to be hitting. I mean, you, I know it, it takes it. And I'm not saying go two, three hours of hitting. Right. But for an offensive line not to see any preseason, not one preseason snap, and then expect to come out opening week against a team that's been going at least a quarter of their starters in preseason and getting after it at camp, there's, unless you're Superman, I'm sorry. Maybe they are so much better you can do that, but it's obvious. So, again, I'm not, I'm just kind of what I heard. 13 teams don't take a snap, and I think 11 of them lost opening week. Yeah. I, for me, my 12th year in the league, I had to get next to my guard and take some live ET, scrape some games. One, I had to be able to see that full speed just to get ready to play. So how do you do it with the push for health, uh, health you and know safety what? of players? It's, it's health, but I think it's also the money they're paying. Because yeah. you're paying $15 million to the starter, and the backup is not close to that. So... That's a tough call. I mean, because you look at some of the teams that still do it. And I would love to get a true assessment of the injuries. Uh, because, you know, when you go a little harder compared to not going at all, then you expect your well-tuned body to go full speed in those collisions. Uh, that's still foreign to me. And maybe, again, it's the talent is so much better that you don't have to do that. But I know I couldn't do that. It, it's it's really it's got to be incredibly difficult to go from not hitting to playing and trying to trying to block guys that are yeah. are, are more athletic than maybe we've ever yeah. seen, especially on that that outside pass rush. But you look at some of the best guys in the league. I mean, you know, before, I think he got hurt with Slater from the you know the young guy. Technically, yeah, Sean Danny, Slater. Yeah, Lane Johnson, his technique. I mean, you see certain guys. Their technique is why are these guys the best still? technically sound where you get the other guy is that maybe they can't do it they can't come through and get to that level with the technique they're being taught or they not being i I don't know it's just i'm not in there day after day watching sure 
So it's hard to say if you're not, you know, in there every day watching what's going on. Yeah, your, your post-career life has been full of good deeds. You have your foundation. I know you do work for the Pro Football Hall of Fame as well in trying to, to spread, spread the doors open to all, all sorts of people. What do you take most pride in in your off-the-field works? Well, I, th- I think it's uh, the opportunity of giving back and really uh, creating uh, opportunities for individuals that might need, you know, some confidence, uh, maybe some assistance. Uh, and I guess it comes from my upbringing. You know, my mom raised five by herself. We didn't, never had a car, didn't have a whole lot. She worked two, three jobs to provide for five kids. I'm talking labor jobs. I'm talking cutting, you know, picking grapes out in the field, packing eggs at an egg ranch, ironing clothes for our teachers. So I guess the, the work ethic and, and responsibility that she taught us really has kind of motivated me to, to give those individuals an opportunity. Cause I had got an opportunity through athletics to go get my education paid for, sure. to play football at USC uh, when, you know, I would have known how to navigate through the scholarships and stuff and uh, because I didn't have that at home. So, you know, it's just giving kids, young men and women, an opportunity. There is a lot of talented young men and women out there, but, man, they're helping raise their siblings because mom's on drugs, dad's OD'd, uh, grandma has custody of them. We had one young lady who we gave a scholarship. She thought grandma had custody. She was a ward of the state because that never gone through. You know, we had a couple kids, you know, homeless for a little bit, but, man, they're excelling over the top, and all you have to do is, hey, Come alongside. We'll help with some education. We just had a young man who's in his third year of college, killing in college, but he had $600 of fees. He couldn't pay. He was going to drop out of college. And we said, no, 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 hold on here. So we called the school. Let us pay for that because we have a fund together. We have our scholarships, but we also have a fund where something like that, you need a tablet or you need computer, whatever you need, some fees, we're going to take care of because we want you to finish school. And we have another young man. A lot of them are first gen going to college. This young man was a first generation graduate from high school. Wow. Junior year, same thing, $300 of fees he couldn't afford. So one of my board members lives in northern Kentucky. He's my financial advisor, but also he said, I'm going to go talk to Justin. Went over, paid the $300. What's his name? Justin. No, the, oh, your board M- member. Mike Mazel. He went over, paid the fee for him. He's actually now Justin's financial advisor. How about that? It's pretty cool. Getting ready to drop out his junior year. And now, so I did a podcast. He's got his own little house, his studio. He's got two platforms, and he's killing that, man. He's just, and so I go over to uh, his to do a podcast, and we finish, and he turns around. And when we give him a scholarship check, we give the big ones, you know, for yeah. the presentation. He grabs it. He goes, remember this? It was like 2009. He got like $3,000. And uh, so he goes, he goes, I want to pay that back. Give me a check for three grand. He said, a lot more would be coming from where that comes from. And it's, those are the type of things that you just that's how you love do it. to see. Yeah, that, that, love to see. That, that's and, how you do it. But, uh, yeah, that's the work we do 22 years now with our foundation, uh, hopefully impact young people in that area. You can go to Pro Football Hall of Fame, HOF.com slash about, or you can go to uh, MunozFoundation.org. Um, more than anything, one, thanks for catching up with us. Oh, and two, Doug, for, for the great works that you do. It's really, really appreciated. Wow. And I'm sure it's got to not only feel good for your soul, but but feel good to see somebody like Justin pay it forward. That's oh, amazing. My goodness. He's, he's doing a great job. And, you know, this other thing, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you know, not only a member. This is my 25th year of being a member. But now I'm, a, I'm an employee, you know, the, the chief football relationship officer. And I get to represent everything about the hall. My fellow Hall of Famers, the staff, the board, the city of Canton. And do the same thing, relational relationships with owners and corporate and the league office. 
and uh, non-for-profits and, and just help with what's going on. Hopefully I can add to that, you know, as we build that position now. I've had since last summer and worked right alongside of the new president, Jim Porter, who's doing a phenomenal job his first year in the job. So, yeah, so I, you know, it, for an old guy, I'm, I'm energized and still got uh, a lot of uh, excitement about what's going on. Anthony, thanks so much for catching up. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 120 to 99. 22-23. Clay Thompson takes it, hits another three. That's his 12th. He's two away from tying his own record. That was our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Clay Thompson, three of his 42 against Oklahoma City. Gosh, he just wrecks Oklahoma City every time he sees him. You have flashbacks to Game 6 Clay, right? That on the Warriors Radio Network. Let's get to the press and Dan Byer. The Press. Doug Kyrie Irving meeting the media as a member of the Dallas Mavericks, touching on a variety of topics. Let's start out with how he felt disrespected in Brooklyn. Kyrie saying that no one ever talks about his work ethic. They only talk about what happened off the court. And he's not going to go into detail, but feels that somebody leaks stuff to the media. Right. Um, and there's more Kyrie. So this is just part of. Okay. And just in, in this part of it, uh, I do. I, we talk, I talk about his work ethic. You wouldn't be a great basketball player unless you worked at it. Should be pointed out, he averaged 30, uh, 37 games a year with Brooklyn. If we're being fair, that's what he averaged. Um, you know, he had he had a couple of injuries while he's there, and then he had the COVID year where he wouldn't get vaccinated, and then, you know, he just missked games. So, I know, yeah, by the way, like, he did the anti-Semitic stuff to himself. <laughs> that wasn't anybody else. He was the one who, during uh, COVID, when, when they went down the bubble, got on the NBA PA call and said, why don't we start a league of our own? Right? This is Kyrie. And, and this is the issue with the entire NBA, is a lack of player accountability. They want it to be a player league, but they don't want to take any of the blame when they do things wrong or say things wrong, or like LeBron James, when you build a team incorrectly. Kyrie was also asked about deleting the apology that he made uh, on Instagram, saying that he meant no disrespect, but he deletes things on Instagram all the time. This is a common thing for Kyrie. And when asked um, if he still stood by the apology, he said that he still stands by why he apologized. (laughs) Never go full Kyrie, kids. Never go full Kyrie. There's this about Kevin Durant uh, when they hooked up, you know, how many years ago it was, started talking. He said in 2018 they started talking about maybe getting together, and he felt that he and uh, Durant were savants in basketball and were going to teach the youngins, and it didn't work out. 
Yes, he also wanted to be the work acting general manager of yes. the Brooklyn Nets and make 100%. decisions. Yeah. Which uh, also why he didn't want Steve Nash and they said he could coach themselves. That actually then makes sense when he makes this comment because he did actually feel that uh, he was going to be a player coach. Uh, old Bill Russell style, him and Kevin Durant. The savants that they are. Dallas, have fun. Huh. Have fun with that one. Huh? You, can just, you can just feel Luca's eyes rolling in the back of his head right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that from Kyrie Irving. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Nets reportedly aren't willing to trade Kevin Durant right now and are telling teams that they aren't interested. Woj tweeting that and also saying that the Suns, under new ownership, are interested in making a move prior to Thursday's deadline, and Durant could be in their sights, but the Nets still saying they're going to hold on to him. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, the big thing is Ben Simmons is still there. He doesn't have too much trade value. That thing's a mess. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they can do between now and the trade deadline to try and build some sort of team that Kevin Durant doesn't want to bail on. Because Kevin Durant is still, in any conversation, the best player in the league, and you could still potentially put a decent playoff team around him in this short order. Spencer Dimley is a good player. I don't know what you can get for Ben Simmons. Maybe you use Ben Simmons because now you have uh, Spencer Dimwitty who can play off the ball and you have one non-shooter, but... Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing finishes up. Uh, WNBA star Candace Parker will be an analyst for the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday, February 19th. Um, becoming the first woman to be a part of a broadcast crew for that event, TV broadcast crew. Wasn't Cheryl Miller a part of the broadcast crew for a long time as a sideline reporter? One, I don't know. You'll have to one. take it up with all the outlets that said that she was the first. <laughs> She's like the first I'm the analyst messenger. or whatever? Yes. I'm the messenger. I have an with, unpopular hey opinion. Uh, can I do this? Yeah. Okay. Um, who's taking credit for this, Dan? Is it TNT? Because the broadcast network should never take credit for something like this. Um, they've had they've had a, a couple hundred years to put a black commentator on a TV broadcast. So why why take credit for it now? They is, don't they open themselves up to the question of like, why didn't you do it five years ago, ten years ago? I think a that's female, what, uh, that's what's kind of disingenuous about this whole thing. Why, why would TNT take credit for this when they could have done it 10 years ago? No, I see what you're saying. It, it, it brings, it highlights the point of your deficiencies. Exactly. exactly. That's what it does. Thank that, you, Dan. Yes, you got that. All good. Buyer. February 19th in Salt Lake City. I, I don't remember game. last time I watched the NBA All-Star game. Wait, so you haven't seen the NBA All-Star game, the Pro Bowl? Or Major League Baseball All-Star game. But you watched the hockey one like crazy. I have watched a <laughs> hockey match. That was last weekend. Yeah, this happened last weekend. I did? <laughs> Saturday night. Man. What was it? What, what did we do? Two lies and one puck? Oh, man. That was great. We got to bring that back. What is that? <laughs> Two, Two lies, lies and one, one cup. Two lies and one cup. It was for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Yes. No, it's a, the, it's a great nickname that's a tribute to. Uh, no, no, no. Bye. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers <laughs> says he still hasn't made a decision on whether he will play next season. Oh, we'll get to the other part of the story. This is so good. Uh, he's going to make his decision after an isolation retreat. Uh, retreat. I keep on saying retweet. Uh, told Pat McAfee that. Jay Stu, you want to give the uh, actual description of where he's going to go? 
Yeah, uh, it's called. I thought it was called a darkness retreat. Yep. Yes. Yep. Darkness retreat sounds like the uh, name of an alternative album, like the Bare Naked Ladies. Can I put that on Twitter? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Do it, and don't give him any credit. Yeah. Don't well, see. I'm, uh, I'm asking you if I can give him any credit. How about this? How about Jason tweet well, I mean, it? His, his and old, his old, tweet it. His old, his old show. I mean, everybody used to write for the, the host, and he never gave those guys credit uh. for <laughs> writing every line that came out of his mouth. No. Th- what are writer and tweeting going to say about that? That is, fun. yeah. But you know, um, you know, what's funny about Doug is. I sent out a tweet, like, very much complimenting him on being out in front of a story recently. And then he, on the air, he said, hey, I appreciate you giving me credit on Twitter. I'm like, if you really appreciate it, retweet it. And Doug's like, sure, yeah, well, he never retweeted it. Well, so it's, that's, it's a weird. That's how he rolls on re- Twitter, re- Retweeting somebody <laughs> giving you a compliment to you is. Well, yeah. that's Twitter. I do it all the time. <laughs> that's but, Twitter. But it doesn't happen all the time. That's why when it happens, I do it all the time. I had some guy yell at me on Twitter this weekend for talking about a hypothetical trade that actually did happen. That's Why fine. are you talking about hypothetical <laughs> trades? Uh, because the trade it's actually a, happened. And it's a hypothetical trade, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. other, other than that, I don't know why I would do it. Oh, man. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or, Dan, we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem rewards for cash any amount, any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Yes, yeah, just uh, some self-promotion since we're talking about social media. Yes. Obviously, you can always find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Mm-hmm. Promoting my TikTok page at Byer Talk. That is, that is where we are at, at Fire Talk. Is that the dance he was doing over around the corner? No. That was, that was buyer dancing. I need to see that this that week. That was really good. Plenty that, of that, parties. That TikTok dance you did was outstanding. I, I appreciate that. Colts owner Jim Ursay just tweeting about a minute ago saying the coaching search would be open-minded and a thorough prod. Uh, process. The final decision will be strictly based on what's best for the franchise. Final decision coming in days. So is that white hours. smoke or black, black smoke? I forgot. What's they found the, that they've named a pope? So yeah, black black smoke still. <laughs> black smoke, smoke still, and then till till white smoke. White smoke in a couple of days. Sounds about right. All right, you guys ready for the biggest day in sports? Sunday in sports, DraftKings Sportsbook. That's the place to go. Use the uh, code Gottlieb on the app. Check out the In the Bonus podcast. We're going to talk LeBron and whether or not uh, he's playing the victim card. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.